Okay, hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of N-Express Nintendo Podcast, the official Nintendo podcast of Goombastomp.com. I'm your host, Cameron Daxon. Joining us, we have games editor Mark Kalaroff. You know, Cameron, you know what's better than 3D? Tell me. The Z-axis. Oh, we're going to get to that. Cannot wait to discuss in depth. Also with us is indie games editor Campbell Gill. You know what's better than the Z-axis? <laughs> oh my god. The Sega Gen-axis. Oh my god. Oh wow. Um and I'm so sorry. So, sighing heavily in the background <laughs> is a returning guest, uh Goomba Stop uh, Express podcast superstar, Eliza from Kirby Informer. Eliza, say hi. I hate you guys so much. Uh, <laughs> superstar and that's the Super me Nintendo. Too. And that's why she came back. Uh <laughs> anyway, but seriously, we are very grateful to have you. Uh for reasons that will become clear momentarily, uh we we were going to record this podcast the day after the Nintendo Direct that got announced. Things kept getting pushed back. Finally, we just decided we'd do it today, uh, about a, about five days after the Direct uh, came and went. Uh, it was a very chunky Direct, lots of stuff announced, some, some very unexpected announcements that I think we're all very hyped for. Let's just dive straight into it, right out the gate. Uh, a game that I think none of us have played. Uh, DLC for Monster Hunter Rise. Excuse Sunbreak. me. Sunbreak. Except, oh, we say again. I, what? <laughs> I, 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 I play uh, Monster uh, Hunter. Did you, I don't know. Listen, I don't know your life. Uh, that's great. Tell. Okay, how we've you already feeling? touched a nerve, and we're only already the touched first a nerve. Game. Listen, that's what I do. I, I, I'm just poking the bear. I, I, that's great. I, how do you feel about this? I'm so excited. Like, awesome. okay, so. I've played Monster Hunter for like, hang on, when? How long ago was 2013? That was uh, eight, eight years, years ago. Oh A God. while. Okay, so obviously, okay, so Sunbreak is obviously like the G rank expansion. So it's just going to be great. New monsters, new oh, armor, yeah. new everything, new locale. It's going to be awesome. I'm so yeah. Excited. It had kind of a had kind of a medieval sort of feel i was surprised by the by the uh how it looked oh, i was honey. like oh, i don't know no <laughs> oh boy oh boy Uh-oh. listen we should bring it up take, yeah we should bring it up uh eliza what are your thoughts on monsties the term big debate on this podcast monsty are you talking about stories yeah i mean i've played the first story so monsties don't really bother me that much <laughs> I'm used to it. <laughs> that is, yeah, listen, it's it, some. It works. <laughs> I think. I think it works, <laughs> I mean, I think it works like, more than it doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, like when you when okay, I guess for like new people, when you hear monsters, it's always like Monster Hunter stories. Is I guess it was meant for kids to try and get into like the franchise, mm-hmm. but I didn't think they expected a lot of adults. Mm-hmm. To get into us, the twenty series. year olds putting a hundred yeah. into it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like I'm surprised how well stories in that did. Like, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. It looks like a cool expansion. Again, I, I've I've not put a lot of time into this game, but I know the people who are Monster Hunter fans are, are super hype about it. So I, I good for you guys. Aww. Uh, <laughs> I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy what for you. What a touching uh, tribute. Uh, we got a little more footage of Mario Party Superstars. Mark, I know you're yes. super hyped for that. Yes, yes, yes. All the good yeah, maps. Looks- Horrorland. We got it. That's the one I wanted. That and the yeah. Yoshi Tropical Fruit. I was going to say Yoshi's yes. Tropical. Yeah, very stoked for that. 
Uh, I love the idea of mount mini games. I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, That'll hopefully be good. I hope it's as good as it sounds. Like the concept sounds great, but uh, you know, we'll leave it to Nintendo to have a great concept and then execute it very poorly. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, I just can't wait to wreck my palms again. Oh man! Oh, so uh, gloves perhaps, with it. Perhaps with a suit with an N64 controller. Who knows if we'll give that functionality? That would be so good. Um, but we'll get to that. Uh, something called Voice of Cards: The Isle Dragon Roars. This game looked crazy. Do you guys know anything about Yokotaro, the Nier games? No. I know he's crazy, but that's everything I, I know. Yeah, I don't know, it's maybe crazy is the wrong word, but uh, Yokotaro, very much along the lines of someone like Suda51, mm-hmm. uh, just very kind of renowned creator in the games industry. I've never played the Nier games, but I've heard they're very good. So this is a, a some kind of card tactics game, RPG situation, uh, from the mind of Yokotaro. So uh, listen... It, I'm intrigued. I, I guess it comes out later in October, the end of the month. So who knows? Maybe we'll get to, maybe we'll get to review it for this side. I don't know. It sounds very interesting. And there is uh, also though... a demo out now, which I oh, have oh, downloaded. I meant to, yeah, I meant to I've check out the demo. It. Yeah. Well, maybe we can get to that in the coming weeks because uh, I am intrigued by the demo. Um, so you know, good for them, I guess. I'm uh, <laughs> gonna keep powering through. <laughs> Uh, finally, a release date for the Switch for Disco Elysium, the final cut. I've been looking forward to this game for a very long time, ever since I first heard about it on Steam. Uh, they kept announcing a Switch version, and I feel like it's been... I don't know if it's been delayed, or they just never finalized a date, but it's finally got a date. It's coming out in October, October 12th for digital, and then they're releasing a a physical copy in 2022, so that's very exciting. So I'm looking forward to finally playing this really crazy RPG on Switch. None of you guys have played this one, right? You guys don't know anything about it? I haven't, but you've mentioned it like 12 times on the show. That's how excited I am for it. It's just like a weird RPG. Uh, Choices matter quite a bit. Um, I just wrote in my notes for Disco Elysium, like, finally. (laughs) Just underlined finally that it's finally (laughs) for the Switch. So I'm I'm, I'm super stoked about that. I've been wanting Um, to play that ever since it first came out, and it got so many awards and praise and everything. I was especially interested in it during the Game Awards when they received some award, and during their speech, they said something like, we want to thank Karl Marx, and I was like, all right. (laughs) I like this. Exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, So yeah, who knows? I'm I'm hoping it lives up to the hype. I I, I hope it doesn't... uh, it's always hard when, when you've been looking forward to a game for so long and then you get it and it's like fine, you know? But I, I hope this mm-hmm. one lives up to the hype and I'm sure it will. Um, up next, uh, yet another expansion for, or rather I should say, further expanding the expansion pass, uh, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Heck yeah. So I was going to say, Campbell, please take it away. Yeah, no, this looks great. Um, I mean, on the one hand, it was very predictable that Robbie and Pura would become playable because, like, their character models are already in the game. They're already running around the battlefield. It was only a matter of time before they became playable, but it's cool to have those new additions. I really wonder what um, some of the new, like, they tease some sort of new Ganon-like enemy in there, a weird claw thing. I don't know what that is, but it could be cool. I'm thinking maybe it's, like, some sort of Calamity Scorpion thingamajig. Um, it could be neat that way and the, really the coolest thing is the fact that this is going to have new story and so new cutscenes would get to see baby side on a little more and that's really all I need in life so I'm very <laughs> much looking forward to getting to try this out yeah I, I, at this point it, this is the hard part about, about these kinds of games like at this point I'm just going to wait for Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity 
complete edition. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. like well, edition. <laughs> you know, I'll just wait for the definitive the 12 edition. Twelve extra exactly. characters they'll throw in, and exactly. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah. at this point, I'll, I'll probably just wait for that. But Campbell, you'll, you'll have to tell us all about it uh, when you when you uh, when you play that in October. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking looking forward to it. Um, Chocobo GP. Yes. Oh what the Technology heck is Technology has proceeded as planned. <laughs> this is it. This is the pinnacle, everybody. This is it. This we, this we, is we're not going any line. higher. <laughs> I, I, frankly, I, I don't know why they're continuing to release video games after I they've mean, announced this for, one. Game of the Year. Like, we had Chibi Gilgamesh. That's all you need. <laughs> game of the Year 2022. Uh, Chocobo it's a GP. Chocobo on roller skates, Cameron. It's that, not even that's in it. a car. We're done. It's on roller <laughs> yeah, it's it. It's not even on a car. It's on roller skates. And so uh, the so, world was complete. So this is a, a Final Fantasy themed kart racer. Mm-hmm. Uh, a sort remake. of kart remake. Uh, who even I yeah, what the heck is this thing? Um <laughs> it, I, I thought it looked kind of good. I don't know. Am I am I alone <laughs> in this? Same. Okay, no, great. It's, awesome. The original on PS1 is good. Yeah, no, it looks like a straight-up fever dream. I was watching, and I was like, I have no idea what I'm looking at here. And then I was like, wait, there's one before this? There was one on the PS1? What? <laughs> it was just so confusing. This is this is news to me uh, right now, so I'm 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 stoked on this. So, Mark, is this a remake or a sequel or a reboot? Or what I you calling think this? it's a reboot. But, yeah, the original Chocobo Racing had a chocobo on the front cover i think it was final fantasy 7's like um choco chick i think it's called like the younger oh. chocobo and it was on like sure. the wheels yeah i think that's why it's called chocobo racing yeah there you go uh yeah well i mean listen uh an astute observation <laughs> Liza, this, is why, this is why we bring you on for the hard-hitting, the hard-hitting digging reporting that you what can't journalism. get anywhere else. Of course, yes. journalism, baby, incredible. Uh, honestly, this this game looks really fun. Uh, I know our our editor in chief, Rick, was like, "Who the hell asked for this?" And I'm like, "Bro, I did. I it did. Great. <laughs> and it's it a Switch awesome. exclusive. Like, why? <laughs> why not? Because we got to keep all the good stuff for ourselves. That's true. Uh, <laughs> Switch is dominating the stupid." Cart uh, racer market because we've got <laughs> Mario Kart as the mainstream, and now we have mm-hmm. Garfield on here. We've got yeah. some others weird racers. Nickelode- Nickelodeon, yeah, Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon racer, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of speaking of excellent party games with crazy crossovers, uh, we didn't get a Smash reveal this were direct, but we did get an announcement of the, the Smash reveal, which was <laughs> what very a funny. bait and switch. Uh, such a bait and switch. Uh, so they're going to do the final character reveal gameplay demo, the final Mr. Sakurai Presents. And they are they are putting a lot of emphasis on the words final, October 5th. So just one week from today, we will finally have... <laughs> that poor have man. That poor man. Let him, let him sleep. <laughs> let him make a different game. He's like, please, just let it end. <laughs> yeah. Do we, do we want to... I, I know we've done this... It feels like every every week, uh, Smash Smash guest characters, uh, Smash mm-hmm. guesses, especially we even had the last time we had Eliza on a few months back. We we I think we did the same thing. Uh, do we do we want to throw out one last final guess before we before they finally reveal it, or do we want to move on? Chief. Mark it's going to be so horrible, and then everyone's just going to be disappointed. <laughs> uh, I I do agree with you, Eliza, that everyone will be disappointed, no matter what great. happens. Okay, I really think I have it's going to be... Yeah, I go have ahead, an go objection, ahead, though. Yeah. I wanted to be Phoenix Wright. That's my objection. <laughs> you son uh, of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. 
genuinely though, it would be a great fit because it's like Phoenix what? Race. He's gonna throw papers at you. Like yes, what are you gonna do? He throws, he throws the book. He throws the lie. Have that. you not played Ace Attorney? There are limitless options towards well, he was what already, you can do. He was already so, like, in Marvel vs. Capcom. Exactly. He can just beat you with hold the on, law. On. Campbell, I want to interrupt you that Cam that uh, Eliza just said, No, I haven't played it yet. I play good games. What? <laughs> did you miss that? I did miss that. I wish oh. I did miss that. Yeah, she just destroyed you. It was incredible. Um we gotta move on because this is the this is the real reason we brought Eliza on was for the next announcement. Uh, <laughs> so this we're gonna talk about this for the next hour and forty five minutes, uh, approximately. Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Just one thing, Cameron. One mm. thing, I, I need Eliza to answer this because her entire fan base in the comments section <laughs> was going, it's the first 3D Kirby. So now oh. I have to ask you. Oh my god, don't stop. Is this the first 3D Kirby? Oh. <laughs> don't <Wow>. start. <laughs> don't start. Don't start. Don't, don't make us play the tape. Roll the tape. Oh no. man. Yeah, she's saying she's saying no. We've had we've had 3D Kirby's before, but like Eliza, why don't, you, why don't you talk a little bit about this? Why this game looks so incredible? Why it's got us all losing our minds? Because it's Kirby. <laughs> it's good enough. <laughs> I'm persuaded. Yeah, okay, but like it. when I saw the trailer, like I thought it was like a new Mario game, and then my mm. boyfriend he was like Mega Man Legends. Oh <laughs> man, that would have been <laughs> awesome. Like, that would have been fantastic. Yeah. And then as soon as like I saw the pink, I lost it. I screamed and then I started yes. crying. Oh <laughs> and I just like I lost it. I was jumping on the bed and I was just oh, I yay. just couldn't stop screaming and my brother in the next room heard everything. Yeah. And he was like, What the hell is going on? Is she, is she dying? Was, is she oh, dying? Was... A little bit. I mean, like I, I it's like You've transcended uh, mortal existence. You know what I mean. Um, it looks really freaking good. It's it's uh, it's Kirby. It looks kind of that post-apocalypse kind of thing going on. Breath of the Kirby, uh, as Campbell put it. Uh, yeah, right. I didn't didn't Mark didn't you predict this like months ago? Yeah, I an mean, open, an how, open world? how lab? Yeah, how laboratory has been saying for like the past two years since Star Allies release. They were like, oh. We're gonna take Kirby in a new direction that he's never been in before, and then the final Kirby picture, RPG. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. They should do that. I, one. I, I wouldn't. But, it um, wouldn't surprise me. I mean, yeah, yeah. The last picture that they did for Star Allies after all the DLC was done, if you 100 percent of the game, it was like a picture of Kirby and like, I don't, I don't know what to call it, like a hobo, like typical cartoonish bag. What do you, what do you call that with like the stick? <laughs> I love how you're trying to describe this and failing so miserably. It's wonderful. Yeah, it's <laughs> a, it, um, what'd you say it was called, Cameron? It's called a bindle. A Wait, bindle? that's what it's called? B I N D L E. <laughs> Why? Getting all the lessons today. <laughs> okay. Come on. Guys. Yeah, it was him yeah. holding a bindle going off into the sunset. For some reason, him Extremely holding cute. a bindle sounds very wrong. Oh my god, it is. I can't is. explain why. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know what words are, it. guys. It's called a bindle. <laughs> yes, I, th I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Trying to fact check me in real time? Come on. Okay, but it's collo it is colloquially known as the blanket stick, which is something okay, that I know a little bit more. <laughs> the fuck out of here. planet Earth has ever called it blanket stick. Guys, I we're mean, talking about Kirby here. Um, <laughs> it looks good. Uh, yeah, I really hope it's gonna be that... Good. 
It's going to be good. It's going to be great. The boss fights looked really intense. Uh, they showed off at least one, like a big gorilla, like a hurling Harambe. enormous thing. Like Kirby. <laughs> uh, there, there's like an alligator situation where Kirby's flying past this giant gator snapping at him. Like that looked really cool. I don't know. It just looks really cool. I loved when he sucked up the porcupine, the spiky enemy, and, and was rolling over all the other enemies. Like that looked incredible. Um, big boy. He was a, he turned into a big spiky boy and it was very exciting. I saw there was like it looked like some light puzzle. I mean like classic Kirby stuff like you, the the powers you have dictate certain paths you can open up. It's like hopefully we can get more of that kind of thing going on. I don't know. It just looks really good. I'm I'm very excited to see more of that. Uh, but of course it won't come out for a few months. We say spring 2022. So I don't know. Hopefully uh, early spring mm-hmm. release. When they said spring 2022, I was like, crap, I have to wait a whole year because spring is, like, now for us. Then I Mm. realized, oh, that's autumn. So, like, you know, five months away. Like, wait, no. (laughs) Wait, I can't math. Wait, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April. So, like, you know, eight months away. Yeah, probably. My guess guess is March or April. What what do you guys think? Yeah, I think it's going to be April. I believe April. April's Kirby's birthday. So, like, Mm -hmm. April 26th. 30th anniversary. So, like. That would make sense. See, I'm big brain. She's got big brain. What a great Uh, birthday party. And then, and then. Coming right on the heels of that announcement, there was a, a big announcement for someone like Mark, uh, a, an mm-hmm. Animal Crossing Direct. Of course. Uh, well, Eliza also loves Animal Crossing. Oh, We're the right. people I, who I, play nothingness. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah. So, what do you? So they showed off. Uh, what, what did they show off? I, I don't know anything about the Animal Roost Crossing. Cafe is back. We yeah, all want it. Yeah, Brewster baby. As he should have been in there. I wonder what a whole direct is gonna hold though, because you know the data mine showed that we were getting like, yeah, the the data soy milk. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) be able to digitally drink whatever coffee you want. I think that's that's awesome. Um, What if they uh, just put uh, the game Coffee Talk inside of (laughs) Animal Animal Crossing? Crossing. You know what? There probably will be like an Animal Crossing version of that. It wouldn't shock me at all. Yeah. Well, yeah, in New Leaf, what you did was when you went to the cafe, Brewster hired you during the day, and you'd essentially, um, you'd sort of, like, make your own notebook of what your villagers liked, and then you'd try to create perfect coffees. Wait, so that is coffee talk. Yeah. I Nice. Okay, so It was got... like, they gave you options where it was like, does your animal want three sugars, and how much milk, and what type of coffee bean, and then you'd literally just slowly put it all together over time, and then eventually you get the perfect coffee beans, except the items were basically useless in New Leaf, that was everyone's complaint. Yeah, like, what would you, you do with the coffee? They were just sitting you sold in your them. inventory. Yeah, or, yeah you'd or sell them, and that was it. Yeah. I'm like... Cool, this is nothing. So they better make use of them. <laughs> okay, cool, so this I, is nothing. I gotta ask, though, from a completely uninformed, heathenistic perspective, why is Brewster such a big deal? Well, I actually, Campbell, Campbell if, you'll, if yes? you'll look on Goombastop.com, a uh, friend of the show, yeah. Marty, has, Marty. Written a web, has written a blog titled Seven Reasons Why Brewster's a whole Cafe website. is a BFD. <laughs> uh, so he can he can answer that question for you. Uh, so if you want if you want to know more about why people are so hyped about Brewster's return, you should check out that blog that Marty wrote over on the website. Because he's a pigeon. It's, <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Don't we all hate pigeons? <laughs> anyway, it's moving speak on. Speak for yourself. So, Campbell, have you, you seen a, a pigeon? Have you been to New York City? <laughs> I have. There's no- a million of those rodents. They're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> 
now we're getting Mark all in riled Texas, up. In Texas, I'm just grateful to have any sort of birds around, you know? <laughs> just in the middle out of nowhere the, down here. Out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, anything that's not a cow, he's happy to see. Exactly. Uh, Mark, have you had a chance to check out the Mario Golf Super Rush update just yet? No, I haven't. But uh, it's... I, I haven't touched it yet, but it's kind of disappointing to me. And the reason I say this is the maps just look generic. And mm. I'm very disappointed by that. What about the, because, what about like, the new characters? Yeah, the new characters RP are fine. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, who expected <laughs> who expected Ninji from Mario 2? Like, He's going to be RP. He looks so I expected it from the very yeah. beginning. Always rooting for him. And then Koopa Troopa should have been there from the beginning. I mean... You know, n- not surprised. But, yeah, I, I mean, it's more Mario Golf. I hope they do something exotic. Like, the New Donk City map is super simplistic and, honestly, the easiest map in the game. But it's just, like, the structure of it is so weird and so different. Sorry, there's, a, there's someone with a motorcycle passing by. It's just, like, it's <laughs> I was so... wondering. I was like, what? Mark turned into a robot for a second there. <laughs> He's but it's so up. different. It's, it's so just, like... The structure of New Donk City's map was so different from the rest of the game, and it's just like right. such a breath of fresh air. But the new maps just look like it's an oasis. It's a wintered forest or whatever. It's right, like, right. okay, it's it's nice, there's more, but let's get something special in there. You yeah, know? I get what you're saying, yeah. But uh, the next game you're about to talk about, when the transition for that was so weird we all thought it was weird right that they slapped these two games together in like one it, segment it was a little a little discordant i thought we were of I, course referring to when it, disney yeah. magical world <laughs> 2 enchanted edition the transition with the invite i was like no they fucking yeah did. i was like mickey what? fucking mouse is gonna be in <laughs> mario golf I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, that would have been in- insane. But no, that sadly was not the case. Okay, but uh, and then the me walking up the castle, I was like, this isn't happening. Like, no way. And yeah. then I saw it and I was like, what a joke. Just like, what a sick joke. Now yeah, just pretty, imagine, pretty though, cruel. with there being so much demand for Sora to come to Smash, that we do get Kingdom Hearts representation, but it's Mickey. Mario Golf. <laughs> oh, Coming to Mario Golf, yeah. You yeah, see, what I oh, thought yeah. was when I saw Mickey Mouse, I was like, oh my gosh, we're finally getting Kingdom Hearts coming to Switch. And then, no, it was worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't know anything about this about this game. This It's apparently a sequel. Uh, and apparently it's uh, the Enchanted I thought it was edition. a remaster. Well, it's, it's called Magical World 2, so presumably there's one before it. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it's like a remaster of a 3DS game. All right, I believe you. It yeah. looks haunting. <laughs> Like, you see the face, and it's just staring at you, and you're just like, I'm going to murder you. Uh, yeah, it, it took our souls. Um, Death by Disney. Death by Disney, baby. That's how it works. Um, KOTOR coming Smash. to Switch. Done. Yes. Yeah, we wanted this. We, we talked about this so many so times the, on the podcast. The, the, and now we're getting a remake on PS5, so who cares? That's what Hooray! I'm saying. Perfect yeah. Nintendo timing. Late. Yes. Classic Nintendo timing. Like, it's hilarious watching this trailer and then looking at the PS5 trailer. I was like, oh, no. It's like dog shit. Like, <laughs> and we're still gonna dump our lives into it, Cameron. Ah, uh, you know what, dude? I've actually never played Kotor. Oh, really? Never played it. Never. I never had an Xbox. Oh, after all these conversations we've had, you made it seem no, like dude. Listen, it. I can bluff. I'm very good at bluffing. I can I can speak with authority on things that I've never touched, uh, including Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. So, mm. listen, 
obviously, I'm, I would rather play the fancy PS5 version. That mm-hmm. said, I might need to play the portable Switch version because, come on, mm-hmm. it's on Switch. It goes anywhere. Yeah, I mean, the original is a great game. Either way, it's like you're not going to go wrong playing this. It's yeah. just, you know, it's a shame that there's a remake coming out and it's like... Right. This one is kind of just just releasing. Like, I feel like it should have released a while ago. It feels like a shit... Well, because it feel like... I felt as though we had a streak of Nintendo Star ports. Wars games. Yeah. Star Wars games. To the, to the Switch in particular. Like, we had Podracer. We had... Uh, what's the one we, we Republic just played? Commando. Yeah. Thank you, Republic Commandos. Uh, yeah, so it's like... I don't know Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, like all those all those games like just came out to Switch. So it feels like it feels like it's a little too little too late. But who knows? I don't know. Um, porting over Dying Light and Dying Light Two, although Dying Light Two will just be the cloud version. This I announcement meant nothing to me. Meant nothing to me. I, I've never played Dying <laughs> yeah, Light. Either. What about you, Eliza? You played any of these games? Oh, Sorry. did we lose you? <laughs> I was drinking. She's like, that's how little I care about Dying Light. She's just dead silence. <laughs> like. uh, sorry, I didn't mean to, uh, to, uh, to spring that on you. Um, ha- have you messed around with any, either of these, Dying Light or Dying Light 2? No. I no, don't know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, it's some zombie game. I don't know. Uh, apparently it's really good, uh, but I've just never gotten around to it. So good. If you like zombie survival types of games, I mm-hmm. guess you're happy about this. Playing anyway, miserably uh, online only. So why would I like this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah, maybe this is a good one to skip for you. Um, yes. Yeah. We have the Triangle Strategy. Finally got an announcement yes. date. Also, <laughs> we have the official name of, of Project Triangle Strategy, and it's... Triangle strategy. I just love the implication <laughs> that the developers spent eight months working on the game, or six months, seven months, whatever, working on it, brainstorming, like, we need to come up with an official idea, official name, and then they were just like, you know what, take project off. Now it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, done. Triangle strategy. Work. It's perfect. Yeah. I just yeah. want to know why triangle? Like Because every what? other RPG in existence is a triangle strategy. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, yeah, it's. Is it's this one literally of those... just a description of how to play Fire Emblem? <laughs> uh, yeah, right. It's like, yeah, it's it's very strange. It is. I don't know. Like the name is bad. Like I think we can all agree. Um, but it looks good. But it looks great. It looks I, very I, good. And uh, I really loved the demo. We should really talk about that demo because I, we should play it again before the game comes out. It's a pretty good demo. Oh yeah, they will probably. Um, I nearly guarantee you that they will have another demo by the well, time they, it releases. Well, they will be because they they, they announced with all the, the feedback. <laughs> they announced in the direct that they they apparently were taking very seriously because there's a little survey at the end like, hey, you played mm-hmm, this demo. Yeah. What do you what do you wish was better? What do you think worked or didn't work? Um, so I think that's kind of cool that they, they were able to speak to, all right, we changed the camera controls. We made it more clear what does what. Like, I think I think that was a, a good idea to really lay out, here's the changes we're making. Um, so mm-hmm. hopefully we can get a better sense of that in the full release game. Yeah, and they also added a feature to rewind or look at past dialogue, which I think is something that every single every game. narrative-driven every game, game should have. should have that. Please, mm-hmm. let me read old dialogue again. I would like to know what's going on. Because I barely know what's going on at any given moment. Like, let me just scroll back up to the conversation. Specifically in this podcast, what's going on? <laughs> generally how I feel. Um, so, yeah, it looks really good. I'm very excited to, to, to finally play that. Because it comes out till next March, which is mm-hmm. unfortunate. But, you know, I got too much to play anyway. Um, including Metroid Dread, which is the... They, they showed a little more gameplay footage... And that game does come out in just a little over a week, so I'm very hyped for this. 
uh, Metroid game. Campbell, did I gotta ask, did you did you scrub through this trailer, or were you like, I've already seen a bunch of trailers, I'm over it? Yeah, no, I was just like, I've already seen too many horrors of war at this point. I might as well just see the rest of this. So it's just like yeah. Nintendo is intent on showing off every single aspect of the game, it seems. Sure. They were regurgitating a lot of stuff from that previous trailer, and they even showed off even more new stuff. So I don't even so, care anymore. It still looks I'll, fantastic. I'll say this. This is the first Metroid Dread trailer I've seen since the E3 announcement. So for me, it was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is all new stuff. So I, I was very, very stoked on this trailer. Yeah, it um, is a great trailer, too. It's a great trailer. A dreadful trailer, even. Uh, uh, dreadfully great. But what well, I do like, <laughs> going away from puns, I love how they presented it. They didn't do that typical title card, you know, transitioning into it, headline style that they do for most trailers. Instead, you just randomly had the D-R-E-A. Yeah, that was Just awesome. that build-up was so cool. That was actually cool. very cool. Yeah, I agree yeah, with you. Forgetting the was, last it was a... letter. <laughs> yeah. No, I was just stopping. At that point, for dramatic effect. <laughs> Metroid Dre. <Dread. laughs> Metroid Dre? Metroid Dre. I would play Metroid I'm Dre. I'm so ready. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, it looks insane. Um, okay. I can't believe it's in like 10 days. Unbelievable. Oh my god, is it really? October 8th, very soon. I thought it was the 18th. A- uh, take the one off, yeah. Oh my god. Don't talk 10. to me like I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's okay. We all know you're good at math, though. So. Thank you. It's like I failed math for a reason. Incredible. Okay. Uh, so, oh, what yeah. Okay, Once again, the fact checking. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> Our journalist here for a reason. Uh, you know what, though? That's fair. Um, so, this next announcement, I think some people, some uh, some people did see it coming. But one part of it I had no idea about. So they did announce a, a, a new pricing tier for the Nintendo Switch Online for to of include course. Nintendo 64 games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also included within that, Sega Genesis Collection. What the Completely, heck was this? <laughs> uh, it's, it's finally Nintendo crushing Sega in its vice-like grip to be like, no, now we own you. It's real now. <laughs> it was another moment Why? in this direct where I could not believe what I was seeing. Yeah. Sega joining Nintendo in a subscription service. There was a, a an official Nintendo presentation where in one yeah. hand he was holding an N64 controller and in the other a Sega Genesis controller. It's just a surrealist image. Very surreal. Very yeah. surreal. I saw one caption of it on Twitter where it was just saying Nintendo holding their spoils of war, which is very <laughs> true. <laughs> and That's the exactly best, what it The feels. best part of this is, is that now you have four separate ways to play Sonic 2 on Switch. <laughs> and how many ways do we get to play Sonic 2 and Knuckles? Zero. Until, until you have that fifth version of Sonic 2 coming out <laughs> next year, which will presumably have Sonic 3 and Knuckles on Thank it. Thank God. Um, okay, but I want to talk for a second, though, about the selection of Genesis games oh, yes, that they have, have here. Well, it is so talk about, good. <laughs> we should talk about the Genesis games. We should also talk about the uh, uh, N64. But Sega does what Nintendo don't. Kirby! Kirby and the Crystal Shards? Kirby and the Crystal Shards. Um, mm-hmm. So I do, have a, I do have a complete list here of the N64 games that will be available when they decide to announce this. Super Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, Star Fox 64, Yoshi Story, Ocarina of Time, Winback, Mario Tennis, Dr. <laughs> Mario 64, and Stin and Punishment. Uh, they did tease some future games, such as Majora's Mask, Banjo-Kazooie, which Mark mentioned, F-Zero mm-hmm. X, one of my favorite games. Uh, of course, Kirby and the Crystal Shards. Uh, 
how are we feeling about this, guys? I, I, I'm, I'm stoked. I, I would, I, I would revisit some of these C4 games. I mean, all I was, we needed was banjo. I right. didn't even expect that. I was that expecting was any of that because now my banjo kazooie machine in the living room can go by. <laughs> oh my god! Awesome. Bye bye Ouch. Xbox. <laughs> now here's the thing. Yeah. Remember how when banjo and kazooie was announced for Smash during the Sakurai presentation, Sakurai was like, "You should play banjo and kazooie on Xbox." Now we don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mr. Sakurai can during this next direct, he's gonna be like, "Hey, remember that thing I said? I take it back. Throw out your Xboxes. <laughs> Throw out your Xboxes." Uh, no, everyone, we like Xbox. It's no console wars. You know, we we've got to everybody live in peace, man. Peace and love. Make um, love, not console wars. That's right, baby. Um, so yeah, I it's a it's a limited selection of N sixty four games at first, but it's a solid selection. I I wish Majora's Mask was included at launch because it doesn't seem like we have any indication of when that's coming out. I but that's okay. You know what are we gonna do? Mm-hmm. Obviously, the conspicuous uh, absenteeism of GoldenEye sixty four. What's Mario Party? That was the one. <laughs> I thought you were about to say that. And no, there's also like, Smash Bros. Also Smash Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was surprised. True, yeah. No Smash sixty four and no GoldenEye really is surprising to me because I mean, if they're announcing. Banjo Kazooie, you got to get Goldeneye on there, right? Like the rare collection. Uh, I don't know. I we'll see if it happens or not. Um, what else do you guys want to see from from, from either Party. the Genesis or Give the N sixty four? Pokemon Party. Stadium. That's Pokemon it. Stadium. Hello. Mm. Yeah. That would be great. So good. Underrated. Exactly. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Listen, I know. I was there. Um, <laughs> So the Genesis <laughs> stuff, I, I, I never had a Genesis as a kid. I, the Genesis completely missed me. So, like, as far as I'm concerned, I'm like, oh, wow, it's great. Congratulations. Uh, so happy for the Genesis. But I, I don't have any nostalgia for any of these games. Okay, Same. but this um, selection is, it's exactly. But this selection is fantastic because I actually grew up playing one of the Sega uh, collections that they put out a few years ago oh, sure, on, sure, on sure, like, sure. Xbox and stuff. Um, this is, like, a greatest hits collection, really. Mm. And... The, the variety is fantastic. The thing I was really just overjoyed to see was Fantasy Star 4 included, which is, in my mm. view, one of the best 16-bit RPGs. It is on the oh, same wow. level as Final Fantasy VI, and it's actually, wow. it does some of the things that make Final Fantasy VII so revolutionary years before that game came out. Uh, fun fact, it was the subject of the first article that I ever wrote for Goomba Stomp about oh. how Fantasy Star mm-hmm. 4 was so ahead of its time. So hopefully now people fact. can actually play it this time around. So, yeah, uh, yeah that Echo the Dolphin is on here. Sonic Echo the Dolphin so ready is... For Echo. I, I know, love right? Echo the Dolphin. One of the most surreal so trippy games and weird. ever yeah. made, yeah. I don't think it's yeah. a very good game. But it is <laughs> such an experience, you know. It's uh, unlike yeah, Campbell, anything else. Campbell, Eliza's about to reach through the computer and throttle you. I would watch it. Okay, beat me up, Eliza. What's up? <laughs> um, Castlevania this, Bloodlines is here. That was so really good. surprising yeah, yeah. because that was one of the the big selling points of the last Castlevania collection. That was one of the mm. first ways to easily play Bloodlines. But now it's available with your Switch Online subscription. That's crazy. Yeah, it's one of those things where, um, like, I, I don't know if you guys feel this way, but whenever these big collections are announced, I always get a little bit, like, uh, a little bit put out. Because I'm like, well, I, I already have, like, the fact that Super Mario 64 is on the Nintendo 64 collection, I'm like, well, I already have that. 
because of Super Mario 3D All Stars. So why is it taking up space in my Nintendo? But you don't have it with save states, do you? (laughs) (laughs) That is true. Annoying TikTok clock bullshit level. I hate that thing with a passion. Thank God we finally have the best version of it. Mark, calm yourself, please. Crap. This is good. Wow. Okay. I think Mark's got to Mark's got to work through some issues here. Uh, They're all coming to the forefront. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. It's going to be great. Um, moving on, we had the Shadowrun trilogy announcement. I've always wanted to play Shadowrun. Never got around to it. Looks like I can finally get to that in 2022. Have either of you guys messed around with Shadowrun at all? No, but it looks nope. good. Very old school RPG. Um, very revolutionary for its time. So the fact that they're bringing it to Switch, I think, is great. Uh, this next one was actually very hype. Castlevania Advanced Collection yes. that just shadow dropped that day. Need very it. cool. I cannot wait to play this. Uh, I, I played the the Circle of the Moon was it was a Game Boy Advance launch title, so I I definitely had my sh- fair share of that back in the day, but I never played the sequels. Never played Harmony of Dissonance. Never played uh, oh boy, what's the other one? Uh, Aria of Sorrow, I believe. Aria of Sorrow, and then I think they included Dracula X. Is that okay, right? why yes. did they include Dracula X? <laughs> why? Man, why? Know. They got they got to fill it out somehow. I don't know. Why does Just PlayStation get Rondel of Blood? And then Nintendo gets Dracula X, the bastardized version of Rondo of Blood. That's extremely, extremely We deserve funny. better. We really we do. Better. That game sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I love Rondo of Blood, but I've played Dracula X afterwards. I was like, oh, let's see what the Super Nintendo got. And it is just the most... Mm. I don't even know how to got describe it. Got a slap it. in the Stiff, face, yeah. shot in the foot. Exactly. Pretty. It is physical abuse. My my console <laughs> got up and just started beating me up as soon as I put the cartridge in it. It was just not happy pretty, about it. Pretty pretty rude, to be honest. Pretty rude mm-hmm. of them yeah. to uh, to give us the inferior version. Um, that said, th- three Stone Cold classics with the with the Game Boy Advance uh, games on there. So one bonus. That's, that's, <laughs> and one bonus. You know, it's just a bonus. Like why not? Like it's like when you when you find like when they give you an extra. Like chicken nuggets in your bag. You're like, well, I didn't order this, but I, I guess I guess I'll eat it because it's in the bag. The difference is, <laughs> I guess actually... I'll eat it. You, you know, scoff it down. Scott, okay, listen, I'm I'm a I'm a fatty at heart. I, I apologize. <laughs> okay, um, but if you scoff Dracula, if you scoff down Dracula X, you have some very serious personal problems. Mm-hmm. Okay, so <laughs> fair enough. Who hurt uh, you? Dracula <laughs> X. <laughs> He's made that very clear. It was Dracula X who hurt him. Uh, Act Razor Renaissance, great. Reviving an old classic game, why the hell not? Uh, it's like an HD version of the Act Razor game. Uh, again, Shadow Dropped on the day of the Direct, very cool. Never played this game before, I've heard it's awesome. Maybe maybe I'll get around to it, who knows. Uh, any of you guys Act Razor fans from, from back in the day? I was not alive when it came out. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is all that needs to be said about that. Uh, so, Deltarune, chapters one and two, dropped yeah. on, on the Switch that day. I never, uh, I barely played Undertale. I liked what I played, Same. I never beat it. Um, never, okay. never, Undertale never has become it. such a meme, but it is a brilliant, beautiful, wonderful game, and well, Deltarune is so good, too. So, it's so Campbell, to see it come. Here's my, like, here's my, I, I think the, I think by the time I got around to finally playing Undertale, it was. It had already been kind of meme to hell and back. So I was like, well, yeah. like I, I can acknowledge that it's a very good game, but I was also like, well, I kind of, you know, I know the twists, I know the the jokes. It's like, uh, yeah, it's still very good, but I think I need a little distance from it before I like, like try to complete it again. Yeah, go ahead. The the, to- the fan base is so toxic. That's why I don't want to play it. Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. then just don't engage with the fan base. 
I didn't do that. <laughs> I played it completely solitary I on my it own. with the stick. I played it alone in my room, cried on my own as I was playing it. I felt that. Perfect. Yeah. But that's, crying but, for good uh, reasons, I should add. The story is very sweet. <laughs> I'm not depressed. <laughs> Dracula the, the X funny... stuff. Yeah, no, I did think about Dracula X a few times while playing it, and it just, you know, traumatic PTSD. But aside from that, it was a lovely experience. But we're not even, the crazy part is we're not even talking about uh, Undertale. Sorry, uh, we're talking about Deltarune, uh, which is an episodic series being released by Toby Fox. Um, so only the first two chapters are available right now on the Switch, and the, the, the rest are to come, I think, sooner rather than later, from what I understand. Uh, so, Campbell, explain this to me. Is Deltarune, like... A game in the same universe as Undertale? Is it a completely separate thing? Like, what is it? Basically, yeah. I mean, uh -huh. the game is technically art it's style. not finished yet, so we don't know the full scope of the lore, the story, sure. or anything like that. But there are a lot of you know characters that are carried over, themes that are carried over. My understanding is that it's like a parallel universe with it, where it's not like in the same timeline. And the characters are the same, but the story is different. So it's a, some sort of convoluted thing that I've not really understood just yet. But they are standalone stories that you can play if you haven't played the original Undertale. Um, art style is very similar. Humor is very similar. The combat system, though, is significantly better than the original Undertale. Like, it's an actual oh, RPG this time around. It's really charming, really delightful. I love Chapter 1. I've not gotten to play Chapter 2 just yet. But with it coming to Switch, that's a perfect excuse and, to dive and I believe, back in. And I believe it's free, right? It is, yeah. yeah These chapters so like, are being released for free until the full game actually so Campbell, gets completed. So, let, Campbell, let, let me ask you one last question. So, Chapter 2 is free. Uh, you haven't played it yet. What is your excuse? <laughs> Adulthood. <laughs> depression. Dracula X. Oh, God. It all comes back to it's Dracula It's all weighing on me. This, this oh, one boy. time, my journalism professor gave me a B. It's all weighing on me. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna need to get those uh, get those grades of Campbell. Um, yeah. So they they had a little sizzle reel to kind of follow the Delta Rune chapters one and two announcement. Uh, nothing particularly stuck out to me here. This is some stuff we've already seen before. Shin Megami Tensei mm. five, um, some kind of Pac Man archive thingy. That dropped the day of the direct. I, I don't know. Did, did anything in that little sizzle reel jump out at you guys, or? Um, one of them. Oh my god, which one was it? I think it was. Well, it didn't stick out to me because I don't give a shit. But <laughs> the Hot Wheels game. Nice. We just posted a review on the website. Patrick which, Morris. It's really good. The Hot, mm -hmm. the Hot Wheels game is actually. Yeah, he gave it the very, thumbs up. So yeah, you know. Yeah. So you know, if you like uh, racing games, check that one out. Mm -hmm. And I mean, but of SMT course, five looks good too. I'll just yeah, that one's yeah, true. But but I'm but surprised we've seen that. Didn't get we've a seen that trailer. so many times before. Yeah, but we've we've seen they got so much hype over the summer. Like they've and they've been if you've been following the the Shimigami Tensei stuff online every day for the last couple of months, they've been updating with like here's a new demon you can interact with. Here's a new character. Like it, it, it's I don't know. I feel like I've seen enough of that game too. To get excited for it, like I'm, I'm fine not seeing a more in-depth trailer at this point, personally. Well, um, I'm not. I need more <laughs> content, man. <laughs> Campbell wants more, more of them, more of them demons. Um, so okay, we've arrived at the point. I, I, I don't even know how to lead it up to it. So uh, at this point in the show, Miyamoto himself came out and decided to light the internet on fire and walk away without turning around with the voice cast of the Super Mario Brothers upcoming animated movie. Uh, who, who's, who, who wants to take the reins on this, guys? How, I literally, how are we feeling? I, I sat there 
like a maniac laughing just pointing at my computer that sums it up it's just i'm not even like i'm not even mad i'm just i'm just like i don't even know i it's it'll be it's... either a actually good surprise i mean it has a good writer it has a good animation studio good people behind it you I, know. I think a good animation studio is say. stretching it well, but uh <laughs> well, you know the animation itself is good i'm not saying like you know despicable me i think that movie sucks but you know it's therefore they're a good animation studio though like their their animation looks good though you know like you can't no, put I, down I, I, like yeah, the lighting and yeah. everything in those no, movies like, like they like, look like good te technically technically very competent I yeah. Mean, you can say say what you will about the. the also, like, like it's a different it's a different writer. Like we're not gonna right. put like the writers. You know, you can't put the writers of Despicable Me and compare them to the Mario movie. Like completely different writer. So sure. You know, we'll see how it does. But uh, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong lost it. That was it. I was well, just it was Jack Black as Bowser for me. It's just it's such a perfect <laughs> yet horrible fit. I think it's amazing. That is exactly the the, the description. Perfect yet horrible fit. Uh, how are we feeling about about our boy Chris Pratt as the voice of Mario himself? Charles Martinet was robbed. <laughs> he was. He was. They yeah. Hollywoodified the whole thing. But also, uh, he's thing... a good actor. I'm not going to put anything against him. But can like, I, Chris, can I you know. point out the most horrifying thing they said during this whole segment? Mario will be talking a lot, apparently, which is not right. something I wanted to know? hear. No, it's he's Mario. He says Wahoo. Maybe he says like Oh boy or Lasagna Wahoo. or something. Wahoo, exactly. <laughs> oh, like yeah, Mario's lasagna. Mario's famous catchphrase, Lasagna. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Campbell, did you like Cameron? You we've talked about this before, but the Super Mario Brothers Super Show with the uh, Lou Albano. Oh yeah, come on, everybody, do the Mario. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like I grew up, I grew up with watching Lou Albano as Mario, and to be honest, like this. Like another guy voicing Mario, it doesn't bother. Like I'm mad. No, no, listen, that, you know I'm upset that world, Charles yeah. Martinet was... isn't gonna voice him. But I'm like, I'm not totally bothered by it. It's not the first time it's happened. Like I watched like a hundred episodes as a kid of you know this random wrestler as Mario, both live action and animation. Mm. He did a mm. fine job. It didn't bother me playing the games and hearing Martinet, the character, you know, the character I grew up with all the time. So I see it as fine. He's a talented actor. You know, he did the Lego movie. Sure. He was great as Emmett. Uh, Star Lord, obviously fantastic. Mm -hmm. right. He's done well, a lot of great the, other stuff. I, I, the difference, go though, on. is to go back to another Campbell's trauma session. Uh, when I was a child, <laughs> I watched an episode of the Super Mario Super Show, and I was horrified at what I saw on screen. We with... all were. Exactly. <laughs> so I was so, so just disgusted by the whole thing i only watched one episode and that was it so i have no pleasant connotations with other actors aside from charles uh, martinet that's taking funny. the reins with mario so i don't no, want to see it. that repeated i have no well, doubt this will be a bit better than that but sure. my hopes aren't it was all a that good high show. oh it's it, was honestly, it? Thought, it's... Whoa, whoa 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 you thought it was good eliza is it a joke what a super show yeah yeah, I liked it. I grew up with it. <laughs> oh yeah, it's and, like, like it's, Captain yeah. N and all that. Yeah. But why? Yeah, yeah it's it's not. It's one I of those things where. I forget that I'm old. 
I was going to say, I think it's one of those things where if, if you grew up with it, it's like it does have a certain appeal, has a certain charm. Mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, looking back on it, like, I don't think it was good, but I was like, you know, I was entertained as a kid. It has its Mario it. elements. <laughs> it has like a fun. pretty good voice cast and everything for the most part. It's, you know? for, for, I think, again, for, for what it is, it's pretty fun and wild. Um, mm-hmm. The I think, live I think, action stuff was great, though. It the was Blue very Alpana. ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, it was ridiculous. I, I think the. I think the controversy comes a little bit with. I feel like Chris Pratt is like, he's fine. Like I'm nothing. I don't think against Chris Pratt. I think like some of this. Like we all love Andy from Parks and Rec, right? Like the lovable goofball. And then I think as he, as Chris Pratt became more Hollywoodified, I think we all kind of got over him. At least that's how I personally feel about him. Is like yeah, I now agree. he's just kind of mm-hmm. like generic ripped action dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could see. It. I mean, his like I said, his roles in Guardians of the Galaxy and Lego Movie are fantastic. No, he, sure. Listen, that, you know, he's done a great yeah. job. He's definitely sure. been in more stuff that now everyone depicts him as like another action hero. But like, right. if you look at his content, and the guy's been in fantastic stuff, like we're not going to discount him as Star Lord or Emmett, you know? I might, I might discount him as Star Lord and Emmett. I might do it. Uh, really? <laughs> don't do <laughs> it. No, he's fine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's, I don't know, I think I think maybe that's where some of the controversy comes from. Of course, like, you know, not to get into it, he's got some potentially controversial politics, uh, but that's... Oh, of course, there. yeah. yeah. No, that's, not, you know, not going to bring that into it. That's neither, yeah. neither here nor there. Yeah, we he's, gotta, not like we a, gotta, he's not like a horrible ooh. human being, though. No, no, listen, know? we're going to keep it he's light, we're going to move on. Uh, I personally was very excited to see uh, Charlie Day as Day Luigi. Day as Luigi, <laughs> yeah. It's going to be so weird. It's going to be so weird. I think it's great. I hope we have some kind of... I hope it spins off into a Luigi's Mansion movie where it's just Charlie Day. Oh, that would be just so good. Just constant screaming. Yeah. I, <laughs> That's yeah. the Luigi experience right there. So it's it's a perfect, perfect match. Yeah. It, listen, it's a baffling voice cast for what is sure to be in a crazy movie. Okay, but also uh, Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong? Sure. Yeah, yeah, Donkey Kong and Cranky Kong are going to be in this mm-hmm. movie. Uh, Sebastian Maniscalco as um, Spike Foreman. That's like the most Italian stereotypical like thing you could do. Oh my god. And, and uh, Keegan-Michael Key as Toad. Very toad. Funny. <laughs> I am uh, absolutely terrified for whatever this Toad character is going to be with Keegan-Michael Key voicing him. I, it's going to be great, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I support everything he does. I think he's so funny. Um... Yeah, I don't know, man. It's gonna be a crazy movie. And the fact I just love that Miyamoto like dropped in, dropped this bombshell, and was like, "All right, peace. I got nothing else to say," and then just left. Just he's so cool. Like, and it was very, it was he's yeah, so like, cool. He's so, cool. He's Listen, so funny. He's a, he's a boss, man. Like, if if I was the CEO of Nintendo, I would absolutely do crazy stuff like that. Like, yeah, hey, listen, I don't have anything important to say regarding the state of Nintendo, but I do want to drop this. This thing, all right, bye. Like, for a Mario game, man. Exactly. Should have just finished uh, it off with Pikmin Four, guys. It's coming. I told somebody uh, online, and it's starring uh, Jack Black as Olimar. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, but the last two announcements of the direct were actually very hype. I just think they got a little overshadowed by this this Mario movie announcement. Uh, we had a, a a much more in depth trailer for Splatoon Three. Looks uh, very good. Looks very expected. good, looks looks great. Uh, looks very 
again, I, I don't know a lot of like the lore of the Splatoon world, but it looks like they're they're putting a lot of story in this game, it looks like. Yeah, um, once again, it's another play off the Octo expansion DLC that they had, which is good. I mean, that was a good DLC, so I'm excited to see what the they cats- do. cats turn evil because i love little judd have a riot yeah (laughs) if they turn evil i'm done i give up i'm throwing it in the bin that's it done you think they'll team up with the mammals or with squid kind i I don't even know (laughs) (laughs) we're not in the predictions business here um Yeah, it looks it looked pretty dope. Uh, there was like so, I saw some some what looked like mecha. Uh, I saw some grappling mechanics. Like it looks like they really expanded the gameplay. So I think it's gonna be. Uh, it looks really intense and, and very cool. So hopefully that it's one of those ones that they keep supporting um, as as time goes on. The best thing was out. that we saw the Splatoon researcher return, and he did the little pose yes, at the, the end with a logo. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks uh, it looks dope. Um, so yeah, so that's coming out in 2022 at some point. We don't have a definitive date on that. And then, of course, the final announcement, Bayonetta 3. Uh, did any of you guys see this coming? Yep. Yeah, I mean, the Bayonetta games were at like, the top of the eShop for the last week, so it kind of made sense that they were going to show it. And they had to show it eventually, and it's it's more Bayonetta. <laughs> you can't I mean, go wrong. They didn't so. say anything about Bayonetta since like the, like, the last announcement in like, 2007? 18? It's been a long time, yeah. 2017. And they hadn't shown yeah. anything, so like they had to do it eventually. Right. It's like They've... Metroid Prime 4 all over again. Mm. But even yeah, right? then, there's we haven't heard anything about Metroid Prime 4 since that big we're rebooting development announcement, whereas there have been plenty of interviews with Platinum in the past four years where they just say, yep, Bayonetta 3 is coming. It's coming. Hold on, guys. We're still working on it. Just Believe us, tight. please. Yeah. We're not in charge of when it's announced. Hang on, <laughs> just rinse yeah. and repeat. Uh, yeah, I'm, I've I've never played uh, any of the Bayonetta games, but I've heard they're great. I I know that the fan base is really passionate about the character and about about the story and all that kind of stuff. So it's I don't know for for you Bayonetta fans out there, I'm so happy for you because uh, you know it's so rare that we get the things that we want in life. Um, I will say, Cameron, I haven't gone back to it, but I played the first half of the first one on the Wii U, mm. and it was just really good. No, I've heard they're great. Like I've, I've all I've ever heard about Bayonetta one and two is that like, yeah, if you like character action games that are stylish as hell, these are the ones you have to play. Because I, I, I play a little Devil May Cry in my time. Uh, you know, I, I enjoy a, a character action game. Don't get me wrong. I just never got around to these ones. So who knows? Maybe this maybe this will be the push to finally check out the one and two on the Switch. And speaking of Devil May Cry, is that Dante at the end of the trailer? <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think that was Dante. I, what if it yeah. was? It looks exactly like him, a little thinner maybe, but it, I think the, that was uh, a, the resemblance a, was uncanny. Unless, the, unless they gender bent Dante, I don't think that's Dante. Oh, but what if they did gender bent Dante? <laughs> Which would be great. Listen, that, that would, would be, be so cool. That'd be dope, so cool. Yeah. I mean, supposedly I was looking up some stuff about the game and it might take place in like a parallel universe or something. Based off a decision Bayonetta made in, like, the first or second game. Mm -hmm. So, it's always possible. I mean, you know, Platinum Games has talked about wanting to do, like, crossovers and stuff, so... And Bayonetta was born out of Kamiya leaving Capcom and no longer working on Devil May Cry. So, Mm -hmm. if they actually reunited as, like, the two big character action franchises now, that would be really cool. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if it'll happen, but it would be neat. Yeah. Well, and Dante's whole thing is he's, you know, he's a demon hunter, right? And it's like... 
obviously. Mm, yeah. Bayonetta. Makes sense. Like, it yeah. would make sense to, to have them kind of either fighting t- against each other or, or teaming up to, to take down a bigger threat. Like, that would be very cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's great. It's a good trailer. Very exciting. And uh, again, just the, seeing people utterly lose their minds because they weren't expecting to see any, any news about Bayonetta was kind of fun in itself, I think. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's, we hit pretty much everything on that direct. Everything. I think that was, any, that was everything. Uh, literally I mean, just, everything. To, just to bring it back around. I think, I think top, top stuff for me, definitely Kirby, mm-hmm. uh, definitely Disco Elysium release date. And I think triangle strategy release date, I think was, was the big takeaways for me. Obviously the Nintendo switch online stuff too, but, uh, that, that was my, my, my biggest picks. What about you guys? Kirby. Kirby. It's gotta be Kirby. It's all Kirby, Kirby. right? Yeah, yeah. Kirby. Mm-hmm. I mean, we gotta give some love to Genesis, though. I mean, there were... No! Five... Yes. Yeah. No! I th- yes. I th- no! Yes. We gotta. Five five hours later. <laughs> <laughs> no, you. Five hours later. <laughs> Extremely good. So yeah, it was honestly a very good direct. Even though I'm not like a, a diehard fan of a lot of these franchises, it was really cool to see Nintendo show some love to uh, what I think a lot of fans felt like they were being forgotten about. Animal Crossing, in particular, you know, it's like it felt. I felt like Nintendo was throwing a bone to a lot of a lot of different uh, enthusiasts there. So I, I, you know, good good for them. Even though there wasn't anything like specifically I felt like for me in the way that the Kirby stuff was for you, Eliza, it, I think uh, it was still pretty pretty solid direct. You know? <laughs> so c- congratulations to you is what I'm trying to say. Yay, claps for me. Uh, I think all that being said, we're going to wrap this little segment up, maybe come back with a quick indie spotlight, and then we'll call it a night. Uh, so stay tuned. Maybe. <laughs> We have a quick indie spotlight for you. Mark's been playing a 
how would you describe it, Mark? It's a game called Unmetal. It is literally a parody of Metal Gear Solid. And, well, yeah. I should say, yeah, it's a parody of the whole Metal Gear saga. And it's like a recreation. I'm Not a recreation, because it does its own thing. But it's like those top-down 2D stealth games. Yeah, like, like Metal the, Gear the, original, the original Metal Gear, exactly. Yeah. Yes, so, the original, I'll say the original three Metal Gear Solids. And what I mean by that is Metal Gear, Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake, which were on the MSX computer in the 80s. And then... Metal Gear Solid for the Game Boy, which outside of America is known as Ghost Babble. There you go. So, yeah, it's it's one of those... Um, I mean, Metal Gear... The whole Metal Gear franchise is known for its very convoluted, very complicated, mm-hmm. in-depth storytelling. So... This game does this kind of game kind of like make fun of that a little bit or like how, how it, does this it game goes yeah. full in on making fun of it and it's like it's awesome. literally a straight up parody. It's about a guy named Jesse Fox who is arrested for a crime he didn't commit or so oh, yeah. he claims. Classic. And it's just it's it's just like games aren't there's a lot of games that try comedy and just like don't do very well at it. Yeah. And this yeah. game does very very well at it. It actually it gets gameplay right. And it gets story right, which is kind of weird because usually it just goes one or the other with these types of games. But it succeeds on everything it's really out to do. The only thing is that's kind of disappointing is that like you can't upgrade your weapons and stuff like that. And some of the jokes like are very overplayed. Like there's one part, I'll give a quick example. It's literally like you have a flamethrower in the game and then something goes wrong with the flamethrower and you're giving two narrative options and it's like it exploded or um just like it fell apart and if you choose it exploded you instantly die (laughs) and it's like okay it's funny the first time but when they reuse that joke it's like okay this is like minutes of progress lost if you accidentally choose this route oh wow that's funny yeah that sounds so uh yeah it's it's funny but uh there's some annoying like jokes like that like you know they're just like supposed to be infuriating to the player but if you Mm, fall for it then it's like shaking your fist but yeah the game is it, it's really funny it's just about this soldier who's being interrogated over his missions and that is like a story inside a story inside a story it's so just beyond ridiculous and th- there's just so many like reoccurring gags and it, it's just really funny one of my one of my favorite things about the game is how it uses its jokes because like the first time it's like it's funny but then like the second time it gets even funnier like, I love how whenever you have, like, dialogue options in the game. So if you decide to go with, like, the bullshit, just, like, whatever, you just want to see what this character is going to go on a tangent about. It's so, like, there's one part where you go into a sewer in the game and you meet these piranhas, right? And they're, like, humanoid piranhas that you get to beat up in the sewer. And the guy who's interrogating you goes... So what's your logical explanation behind these piranhas? And you have two narrative options, science or the black market. And naturally, (laughs) I had to go with the black market because how could you not? And then he's like, well, obviously, like, you know, obviously it was piranha sperm sold on the black market that accidentally went into a person. And then oh you have God. like this one what? soldier in the background and he's like, Jesus. And like Jesus that same Christ. that same soldier just like keeps coming up in multiple of these jokes. <laughs> and it's just like hilarious. so funny because it's like you know it's coming, but like once he says it and it's the same exact voice line, it's just so funny. <laughs> just the whole the whole production of the game is great. It's it's very 
funny at its core, yeah. which you don't expect. The comedy it just makes fun of like these action '80s movies, and of course, Metal Gear at its it's, core. It sound, like it Jesse like Fox a... is a complete ripoff of Solid Snake, and he's yeah. like he is literally the epiphany of what people think of Snake who haven't played Metal Gear Solid, and it's just hilarious. Yeah. So the whole it's thing all about, about it. my perception of Snake, then. Yes, like Campbell, you would get a massive kick out of this game. You would probably really love it. <laughs> I can well, tell just by looking at it, I feel like it represents my internal monologue and just how <laughs> I, I think about this weird, convoluted espionage series that is apparently really in-depth, but I understand nothing about. <laughs> That's really funny. It's for yeah, you, it, then. It, it, it sounds like it's It sounds like it's uh, it's got something for everybody, really, because it's like you're saying, as, as a big fan of the series, you're, you're getting... Like a lot of this gets the thumbs up from like I think the creator of the series Hideo Kojima who plays like jokes on the audience and stuff I think he would get a kick out of this and that's like a huge you know that's the probably the highest endorsement you can get you know right and then also for people like Campbell who like have kind of a general or myself really who have like a general sense of the Metal Gear series it sounds like there's still something to kind of latch onto there it sounds like the Tropic Thunder of games it is (laughs) not for Eliza it's not for Eliza She can't. She can't play, um, unless she wants to. Unless, in which case, you're <laughs> Yeah, you're banned. Um, awesome. Yeah, it sounds really fun. I, I gotta ask, how do you think? I know sometimes with with like a comedic premise like this, it can kind of overstay its welcome. Do you feel like it runs the jokes into the ground, or you feel like it's no, just the right it does. It doesn't. It doesn't. It awesome. The jokes it uses at sometimes it can get a little predictable, but even when you think like. It's so predictable. There's just some way it'll make you laugh, you know? Right. There's some, like, some stupid jokes, but he's supposed to be, like, the typical, like, 80s action hero, Jesse Fox. Like, he's not, like, you know, he's not, like, Snake, where he has this super deep story that'll, like, make you emotional. Like, it's nothing like that. It's a complete play off of it, and it works very well for what it is. It clearly, it wants to be a comedy, and it's a successful one at that. That's awesome. Well, and it's it's one of those things where it sounds kind of like the the tropic thunder of games. It is, you know, yeah, right? Is. Where it's like it's like taking these genre conventions and and uh, and you know lampshading them and pointing them out, and and that in itself can be very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes fun of some of like, uh, oh my god, do I say it? I'll say it. Why not? Like you know, um, Campbell, you've made fun of this before, actually. But like in Metal Gear on the NES, which is basically like the bastard child of the series. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know how in the opening, how the guard is like, I feel asleep. Right, yeah. And it's like they make fun of that. And then like Fox goes up to the guard and he's like, it's actually, I feel sleepy. And the guy's like, <laughs> oh, thanks, man. And then he literally goes back to sleep. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. Nice. That's pretty good. I like that. Awesome. Oh, yeah. So, so Mark, you've got a full review up on the site of Unmetal. It's just called Unmetal, right? It's just, it's not the yep, it's just called Unmetal. Nope. It's just called Unmetal. Awesome. So, yeah, his review is up on Goombastomp.com. Uh, with that, I think we could probably wrap it up here. Um, Eliza, thank you so much for, for giving your time and, and coming on the show again to rave about Kirby and our excitement for what is sure to be the greatest game of 2022. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so yeah well I guess we could wrap it up here uh, I've been your host Cameron Daxon you can find some of my writing over on Goombastomp.com my latest piece is a ranking of the characters in WarioWare Get It Together so make sure you check that out it was very fun to write uh, Mark where can people find you on the internet find me of course at the Mark Cow, and that of course is Mark at the C Cal at the K you can find my articles 
for a GB operator, of course, in last week. I have coverage up about that. Uh, of course, the review for Unmetal. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, Marvel What If will probably be out the final episode. We'll see how it does. And uh, yeah, that's basically it for now. Awesome. And Campbell, what about yourself? You can find my games writing over at GoombaStomp.com. Got some indie game spotlights and reviews and all that good stuff already there and more on the way. If you want to follow me on social media, you can find me on Twitter at CampbellSGill, uppercase CSG. Remember that capitalization. And if you want to connect on LinkedIn, I'm also on LinkedIn too. Let's be professional about it. And yeah, that's where you can find me. <laughs> wow. And uh, Eliza from Kirby Informer, where can people find you? Um, they can find me at Kirby Informer at on Twitter and com. Perfect. And I, I got to say, there's a ton of great stuff on your site this past week, uh, just with the, and on their Twitter feed for that, for, for that matter, just like screaming, crying, raving about how excited, <laughs> like it's very, it's been like watching. It's been great. Honestly, it's very, uh, I don't know. Dramatic is the wrong word, but very full of, uh, very vibrant. We'll say full, full of life. Um, <laughs> so I'm very, again, very happy for you guys. Uh, so with that, thank you so much for joining us, Eliza. Uh, NXpress, we are also on Twitter. We are at NXpress Nintendo, and we're on YouTube as well, NXpress Nintendo Podcast. And of course, we are available to download and play on the podcast platform of your choice. Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. Rate, review us. Helps us get more listeners, more subscribers, more, you know, engagement. That's always good for the show. So thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time. (laughs) 